When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Agency for Agents, a podcast for real estate team leaders and independent brokerage owners looking to maximize profits, effectiveness, and gain freedom for their team and business. Your hosts, Christine Andreasen and Aaron Hendon, have been running one of the most successful real estate teams in the Seattle area for more than eight years. They know building a winning team means finding ways to empower, nurture, train, and develop individual agents to discover their own power their own agency. On the podcast, Christine and Aaron interview thought leaders in real estate and personal growth to help you impact both your performance and your teams. We know it takes a lot and leaders and brokers that crack that code reap the rewards of success greater than any they could ever achieve on their own. There he is. Hey, hey, Chris. How are you? Good. How are you? There we go. There you go. Oh, your whole room's a green room. room. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very interesting what's going on here. I'm in the middle of selling this house, like my house, uh-huh. having open houses, all that other stuff, and all the production stuff I do on the side, like all at once. It's just been a mess. So, well, we we can relate because we've all dealt with sellers, and that's what we've they deal with all, the, yeah, all yeah. the time. Nothing makes it not stressful. All right, Chris. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Super excited. If I wasn't excited before, the pre-show stuff got me. Hyped. So as someone who's, you know, built going for building a hundred million and, you know, just completed a business and now starting again from scratch, a little bit of give people just a, a, a taste of background. You said you've been in the business for 20 years. What brought you to this point? And then we can talk about the steps, the YouTube, the Instagram, the way you got there, but just give people a little bit of background. First of all, thank you for having me this is amazing and you are right about the the pre-show stuff because now i'm excited and i want to jump out of my chair <laughs> and as far as the drink why when that just happened i'm like why not we work hard right like we should structure on, our day right <laughs> yeah like why not that but, would be christine i really do think that's where the podcast should go it should be drinks with aaron and christine and yeah. you know, except we tried that in that penthouse and we just got sloshed in the film i know that's sloshy. true we did we did a whole bunch of videos Question. But now you answers. got a story and an experience that you can reference back to, right? Or we have a sloppy drunk video. I mean, yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> um, no, to get into my story, I mean, one, I, I definitely talk a lot, so I'll, I'll try and, and button it up. And two, I'm kind of trying to figure that out myself now. I mean, I've done so much. I, I grew up in the real estate industry. I grew up in the small business industry mm-hmm. uh, here in Las Vegas, born and raised in Las Vegas. There's not yeah. many of us out there. Yeah. I was going to be a professional skateboarder. I was sponsored. I, uh, not to date myself, but skateboarders in the, in the 90s don't make what they make today. So right. <laughs> my dad came to me very shortly out of high school and pretty much said, you either got to go to school or pretty much go get a trade, but you're not going to do this. So I said, cool, I'll get into real estate. Is that what he That's did? That's what he did. That, yeah. yeah. So growing up, he owned the largest sporting goods store in Vegas. Like this is pre of the big chains, right? Um, so I grew up in the store and around in the 80s, 
when I was at Sarah in elementary school, uh, he became a realtor and he did that for some time and he did really well. And then went, got into new home sales and did that for some time and then ended up uh, becoming the vice president of one of the largest local builders here in town, mm-hmm. which he was doing at that time when mm-hmm. I was, you know, kind of figuring out, well, what do I do if I'm not going to skateboard? Right. So it's easy to, you know, kind of say, oh, well, I'll just do what you're going to do. But I, I actually been kind of thinking what he was saying. And I kind of been going, well, you know, we didn't grow up with money. School, I barely even made it out of school. Mm-hmm. Like, let's just be honest. But school is not going to be in the picture. And trades, I just, it wasn't in me to, you know, do it. Not that I couldn't do it. I just wasn't interested in it, to be honest, right? Like, I, I'm totally down for hard work. But with my ADD brain, there's not going to be able, there's no chance for me to do repetitious work. So I I wanted to get into real estate and I did. And I said, I wanted to get new homes. And probably one of the best things he ever did was like, nope. And pretty much I'll make sure you don't get new homes. He's like, you go be a realtor first. And you learn that and you experience what it's like to be a realtor. And, you know, just everything that comes with it. So I think at the time, what he was trying to tell me is that you don't just sit in an air conditioned office and, you know, make all this money, right? And I'm glad he did because I, I was a, a realtor for a couple of years and it was tough because I was in my early 20s. I started pre-boom for Vegas, pre-economic, you know, uh, economic, all this craziness. When you had to put flags out and door knock and cards and I don't know which one, the son or the father, the fairies, but I had the father, you know, and the book, Covey books and all that stuff. And it was, I know I, I got to see what he meant, right? Like yeah. I did things, not necessarily the hard way, but like the foundational way. Yeah, And then right when the boom happened, I went into new homes and I, I felt like a ninja master because all these new home salespeople were kind of doing what I envisioned, which was sitting in an air conditioning office and people coming to you and here's a check, right? Did that for a few years and to be honest, just got burnt out and you know did a whole bunch of other crazy stuff that could be saved for another time. But I, I left real estate and started a cafe with my dad. And then the economic downturn happened. Mm-hmm. And then uh, went into wireless for five years. And I, I'm paraphrasing and I'm jumping a lot. Yeah, 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 no problem. Um, yeah, go to the and, and, and production. And that you I said never that went passion. Yeah, I never went. And I'll tie all this in with the production. Door. I mm-hmm. went in uh, to a company called Clear Wireless. And actually, you guys being for the Pacific Northwest, we were based out of Bellevue, Washington. Mm-hmm. It was Clearwire. At the time, yeah, I remember. and at that point, right, I've made you know millions of dollars in real estate. I've done you know listings, and I won all the awards, and I went to all the things, and I was in my twenties and completely lost it all and burnt out. And when I started at Clear, I was like, okay, this is going to be my college, right, corporate America, and I, I did very well there. But I always wanted, like, it wasn't me, right? Like, I always wanted to go back to real estate. So you know, after that, I ended up. The company got bought out in like 2013, mm-hmm. right? And we all got golden parachutes. At that point, I had a C-level management position. So I, had, I got a golden parachute and went to Italy with my ex-wife and, and kind of came back and was accepted in another job in wireless and was sitting on the Verrazano Bridge. I'll never forget it. And I was like, this is going to be my life if I accept this job. And it was for good money. And I, again, I mentioned I was born and raised in Vegas. I've traveled everywhere, but like I'm from Vegas. This is my home. This position was in New York. We would have had to uproot our entire family. Mm -hmm. So sitting on the bridge thinking this is going to be my life. 
my kids are 13 and 11. Uh, at the time, you know, one was probably not even one year old yet. I mean, they were babies. And I was like, I'm going to miss out on every this, every that, baseball games, you know, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm. So in, in a kind of weird move, and, I, and I've, I have had my own podcast. I've said this story many times, but I kind of just, I quit before I even started. I started the podcast that's still on that I haven't updated in a while, but I still pay for the feed. I started that show. I got into production. So all this time when I was doing real estate the first time and doing clear the whole time, let me start over. When I was skateboarding, we always used to film everything. We used to just yeah. take pictures of everything. I grew up artistic painting, all that, all that stuff. So that never left me. While I was doing real estate in clear, I was always sh- either shooting videos or pictures or testing or tweaking or just having fun with stuff, mm-hmm. creating blogs when blogs were popular. I was just always into it, right? It was like my hobby. Yeah. You know, I grew up building model cars and, and making mixtapes and doing all that other stuff. And then mm-hmm. when I got to be a teenager in, in the 90s, like this stuff became a hobby and I never let it go. So the decision to just start a podcast, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to start a podcast out of the wazoo. It was, no, I. it's part of the stuff I was passionate about, right? I kind of wanted to take everything I learned from clear, from real estate, from production, put it all in on this podcast, sell ad space, or this was what I was thinking at the time, right? Like just all this stuff and make a run at it. And that golden parachute that I got from clear gave me a runway to kind of have a year to kind of test and tweak, right? So, so I did, and it worked out great. And we started the production company based off that show. From what that production, about? what was it about? The show. Here's the funny thing: I just wanted to interview cool people, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's what it said on the original artwork. Mm-hmm. If you look, it was like a crappy selfie. It's on Google. It was a crappy selfie that I shot in the bathroom on. I did it on Microsoft on my Lenovo uh, T yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah. I had from Clear, right? And I just wanted to interview cool people. And I thought to myself, well, what could I talk about like ad nauseum that I'll never get bored at? And it was, and I wrote a list and it was like business, real estate, entrepreneur stuff, you know, production, YouTube, Mm -hmm. all all this crazy stuff. And I kind of put, okay, well, entrepreneurs, cool people. And I forget what the third thing was. And so that's what it was. In the beginning though, I realized as sloppy as my artwork was and all this other crap, I needed to build a brand, right? No different than being a new agent or a new business owner or a new podcast or a new YouTube channel or all the the other stuff we could talk about, right? I knew I had to to build a a brand. So funneling off of that, sorry, what was the question? Sorry, I went way too fast. You're okay. I asked what your podcast was about, which you gave us, no problem. Yeah, so so as far as, I thank you. As far as the brand, I had to stick to like, internet type stuff or what was popular at the time and kind of build traction off of that. And once I, once I built an audience and people got a, a taste and a feel for what I was mm-hmm. about, then I started peppering in more personal stuff like skateboard heroes and mm-hmm. YouTubers and production company. And then now the show, which I'm restarting here soon is kind of the same thing, right? Just cool people uh, that can talk business or shop or entrepreneur stuff, a lot of real estate. So yeah. And so, so tell me now about how that all tied into you, you know, building a $30 million GCI team and that we, how that's we going built, to yeah. so step the up production to company. Million. We got to a point where we started with the, the internet community and then it was the kitchen table entrepreneurs, which I, is still me, right? Like we're all at the kitchen table coming up with the idea. That's what I call the kitchen table entrepreneur. 
And then I, we got a contract with UNLV for produce their podcast, UNLV, the university here in town. And it just like blew my mind. I, I'm fighting somebody over here for a thousand to 5,000 a month for consulting and whatever side stuff I was trying to do. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, I got a, a long-term contract to produce a podcast for a university who has their own TV station and radio station. Like every, if you're from Vegas, you know, you know, these college station, like it just clicked. So then went after brand celebrities and businesses for the last, you know, for the next couple of years, that's who we worked with. And then at one point I hit a, a glass ceiling in my mind where I kind of looked back and I was like, okay, we're doing cool stuff, Instagrammable stuff. We're hanging out with the bougie people and, you know, we could put stuff in our LinkedIn that'll make us look cool, but like, it's not enough because to be, to put it bluntly, I still felt like the help, right? Like we yeah. we're still the production people or the, the whatever people. And the, the last year we did the production, I, you know, I was like, we live a good life and we do all this stuff, but what it doesn't fill me. It's not me. It's not mine. It's not ours. It wasn't the goal. It was clearly a money play in mm-hmm. a, you know, filling a hole or a void play, all of it. If we turned the talents that, you know, me and my team did on, you know, branding and production and what we know on social and YouTube and just everything, right? On ourselves instead of these companies and people and making them origin famous, we'll freaking kill it. Like this is what's going on in my mind. And then, I, and then I'm thinking of, you know, what I was just, we were talking about the podcast, millions of downloads, all this other awesome stuff I did. I was like, why the hell can't I do it for me? I'll go back into the the industry that I love and know and never left because I always followed it, which is real estate, right? right? My dad's still in real estate, by the way. Right. He's you know broker at Realty One Group here, one the largest one in Vegas. Like it's still in me. Why am I not taking all these talents and applying it to that? So that's what that's what I did, and essentially created a team using YouTube and Instagram to start just posting content and taking those content and and I can get it in the details, but just to summarize it, mm-hmm. post stuff, that stuff gets you the leads. You then take those leads. You follow up like a freaking madman with those leads. You put them in a system and a whole bunch of things and you never let them go and you make money. When you talk leads, are you talking buyers and sellers? Or are you talking people for your brokerage agents or buyers and sellers? Cause you so, sort of built a team. Sounds like you yeah. might be recruiting. Yeah. So I'll just tell you what I'm doing now and how we're doing it now. Great. Because it's literally the same way. I'll start off like this. I live in Vegas, right? And this applies to anywhere. Huh? You mentioned. (laughs) Yeah. Anybody, sorry, I forget. I say so, I talk so damn much. No, you're okay, but we gotta liven it up anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Thank you. you. I'm having fun. This is awesome. And this applies literally to anywhere you live because I've I've done this. I've been consultants on YouTube channels. I I live in, in the comments. There's always going to be someone, well, I live in or I'm in X, Y, Mark, but it doesn't freaking matter, right? For me, because I live here, and this is what I know, I imagine if somebody wants to move here, they're going to start on YouTube. They should, but this is where I live. So stick to what you know, right? Right. And they're going to go and they're going to just start seeing like what's kind of going on with Vegas. They're not going to start looking up three bedroom, two bath, 1300 square feet, all the details and all the crap that, you know, most people in this industry tend to look at, mm-hmm. they're going to start just feeling it out, right? They, they're still at their job with a 401k. They don't even know if they're going to do it. I make content for those people. I took essentially what was popular 
sometime back. Remember when like the mayor campaign was popular and everyone was like, you know, maybe it still is. I don't know. But it's like you go and, you know, this is the local this and the local that. And I'm your realtor and call me now. Right. Yeah. I wanted to go way beyond that, like almost at a psycho level and really show what is it like to live here. Right. So in my real estate experience, and I glossed over a lot and I talk a lot, but I, I was the sales manager for TriPoint Homes. It used to be party here in town um, for four years. And before that, I, I did new home sales for a long time too. And I always thought, I, I tried to take that mentality of a new home sales agent and also the mentality of the buyer who's just thinking about moving to Wichita, Kansas or Bellevue, Washington or right. Lubbock, Texas, whatever it is. Well, what's the approach, right? And I'm going to jump around. So hopefully you can stick with me because I'm going to try and do this in tandem. When you're in new homes, you're stuck, right? You're sitting on site. Unlike a realtor, when your four models don't work or they could take you and show anything else, like you got to kind of go, oh, sorry, goodbye. Like you're right. stuck. Yeah. So you got to be gangster at your neighbor. This is how I took it. Like I had to be so gangster at my neighborhood so that when that realtor and buyer walked in or just anybody walked in, they, I was going to look like the, not only the man, but the person who should know their shit, right? That's where you get your dog rooms. That's where the dry cleaners is. That one has the best Chinese food. That one's eh. You want good bread. By the way, the gas station, when you're coming home at night and you're like on E and you're like, mm, could I time it? Like all those little nuances when you live in the community, when you're stuck on site somewhere, you have to, you learn all that stuff because you work, right? I tried to take that approach when when I make content, right? So our our channel is everything's up, but it's all half-assed done. Like I'm doing everything the anti-way because it's mine, by the way. Like why not, right? It's moving to Las Vegas would be like moving to Las Vegas. Same thing with YouTube and everything will be that. If someone's gonna say, "Hey, I want to move to Vegas," I make content on all those nuances as if I was sitting on site, right? Let me ask you something. So, yeah, I'm going to stop you just because I'm really curious. I'm please, because I'll keep going. As you're going, right. Please, I'll go as detailed as you want to do. I, I you guys got to stop. Okay, good. <laughs> so you're so now Las Vegas, that's a big yeah. ass city. Okay. Correct. You can't be this gas station and this gas station and this gas station. That's not seven. That's not. However many buildings. Are you doing, are you doing the top 10 gas stations in Vegas? Are you doing yep. 15 minute videos, five minute videos, snippets? What is the format and the idea that really gets the most traction because it's a big city you got it is so it's how do you parse that down? When, when i used to i used to say this number up until a couple of weeks ago when i saw the updated number there was like eighteen thousand of us just in vegas alone license what's the updated it's number like 21 or 22 or something crazy uh-huh. like that yeah right? i just heard it and i'm like oh my god like what yeah so and we all know, you know, only a percentage of that is actually doing the work. And yeah, but yeah. it's still a lot of people and it's still Vegas and all that. Like every other town, you know, the sections in the zone. So for Vegas, most people, I got to look at it in two lenses. I got to look at it as a, as a tourist, as someone who doesn't know, which is someone like that. In my, in my eyes, it's Henderson and Summerlin in Las Vegas. That's it. Right. And yeah. if you've been here a couple of times, then you can add in the Southwest. Yeah. Right. And if you've been here a couple more times, then you can add in the north like this, right? Mm-hmm. So the content. So you break your city. This is for other people listening. You break your city down into if someone's, I'm just trying to get it right. If someone's moving to your city, what do they normally think of and focus on that? Like, so for Seattle, you know, Seattle, 
There's Ballard. There's the neighborhoods, Ballard, Ballard, Fremont, Wallingford. That would be that area. There's downtown, Belltown. There's Rainier. I mean, there's just a billion. And then there'd be a whole other thing called the islands, right? Yeah. Right. Then there's the islands and there's the east side, all that. Okay. No, totally. And that that's not even including like how close Oregon is and all the other like teeny right. towns all connecting all the way down the coast. Yeah. So no, you same basically thing. became the Vegas specialist. I mean, you became the guy who was the go-to Vegas on YouTube. You, yeah. That's what you're building. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. And here's the thing. Anybody can do that in their totally. town. And here's my problem. I always want to get granular, but at some point you got to be pencils down to just start posting. Am I allowed to cuss? Yeah, sure. You just got to start posting shit at some point, right? Wait, you got permission to say shit? I thought you were going way bigger than that. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, well, I I just want to be respectful. (laughs) Look, we had an event. If we had an event at my house, I got to show this flyer. I'm sorry. Um, After your event, I got a question for you. Show us your flyer. It's called Fuck Up Just Post It. Just post it. it. I love it. Yeah. So that's, and we put the asterisks out. But when you're making content to, to, to Vegas and like, I, I can go granular, but at some point you just got to post it. So you got to start somewhere. Even someone who's been doing this a long time. I watch some of these bigger YouTubers that, you know, that are in Vegas too, that are posting content and I'll watch them. They get stuck doing like house tours only. Yeah. They get boxed into doing house tours or they get boxed into doing X, Y, and Z. So give me an example think- of, a, of a video that got traction about and how long it was how and how long, long it took they? to yeah. make it yeah. on what YouTube. You okay. Well, because YouTube is generally thought of five to 10 minute at least in length where it depends on what your approach is are you so are you approaching it from a for lack of better words like a tactile way of i want adsense and this and seo and all this other stuff or i just want to post good content because i'll go back just just post yeah so I'll, i'll reference the podcast when i originally started at the time, everyone used to tell me you got to do 23.6 minutes because that's radio drive time. And you got to da, 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 and links and blah, blah, blah. Look, I grew up listening to talk radio with my dad in the car yeah. and, and Howard and stuff like that, like long form interviewed shows. I was so, so hoping you'd say Howard. Yeah, that's. I, like, I'm from New York and I used to get okay. up specifically in the morning at 6 a.m. to start work so I could start with his drive show when he was at the very beginning before yeah. he was. Way before Sirius. Way, 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 way. In 93 or 94, when he came to Vegas, because my family's all East. I'm from Vegas, but my family's all East Coast. Wait, wait, New York, hold on. New You're Jersey. from Vegas? Born and raised, in case you didn't know. <laughs> I'm talking, listening to Howard. And- these, these people, they jump on late on these podcasts. So in case they're like, where's this guy Where who doesn't shut up? Where's he from? Hey, right? I got a question. You got to promote your city. How much are you doing like on Instagram and TikTok or are you the YouTube go-to? How, how about this? Let me kind of explain what I'm doing now, what's Good. coming now. And Go. people can actually literally watch it unfold as I'm doing it, right? So I'm going to steal everything you're The doing. content that I'm posting, you could steal anything you want, by the way. The content that I'm posting when I look at Vegas or any city, kind of going back to that. It's like, well, what do these people care about? So I look at the zones and then I kind of search YouTube and Instagram and TikTok and I, and I see, okay, well, what's, what are people looking at? Well, right now they like food stuff and they like unique stuff. And then I just start shooting content and posting it. I don't really think about it. Posting it I know always that sounds on YouTube? Silly. Always on YouTube or IG, well, TikTok? I'm a firm believer in like, you learn a language, you learn it really well. And until you know that language, don't go learn another language, right? All right good. Like I know I could speak English. We all know this by now. 
I want to learn Spanish. I'm currently trying to learn Spanish, right? So you're saying you're mastering your game. So you should know, exactly. So like, I know YouTube, like I know English. Before anybody, even if you know nothing, like I want to learn, where do I start? I hear TikTok is popular now, Instagram, I need to do video. Uh, look, it all works. Like we've, I've been in this business long enough. There's trends and waves that you just shift with the market. Pick the one that's easiest for you that doesn't give you anxiety, right? Like pick the one that's going to be most natural to you. Well, yeah. so for me, it was YouTube because of, you know, my background, right? So I just started making videos, going back to, to the, the first thing, including this thing. I'm just going to start making videos on what I think people want to know about and what it's like living in Vegas as someone who knows this market, not as a realtor, mm-hmm. not as someone who has a team, not trying to get clicks, not trying to get leads. I swear, I'm just trying to like put out good stuff. So you just did it. organic stuff. You weren't into hashtags yeah. and SEOs and back no. You were just organic. Now that's not to say that doesn't come into the picture. Yeah. Once I start figuring out my voice and, yep. and what I'm doing, right? Yeah, good, good. Because of course I could we could talk about two buddy and I can get real like technical and I can give you some keywords and I can definitely give people actionable steps. But I think the thing people are most missing or the anxiety that people are getting that I'm hearing all the time. I was just in a sales meeting this morning talking about this. It's where do I start? I got to do it all, you know, not to bring it back down to basics. If you're watching this and if you've made it this far with, with my talkative ass, you're interested in video and you want to know about YouTube, right? And you want to know how to build, you know, hundreds of millions in GCI using, you know, these methods. Just start recording stuff. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to talk in it. Just start doing these pan shots, right? of these mm-hmm. and just put together a story in your mind that has a beginning, a middle and a net. So mm-hmm. I'll give like a super easy layup that I give every single day. I just told a, a room of a hundred agents this, this morning, go visit homes, start recording the homes, wherever you live, there's houses. If you have MLS access and whatever the laws are, and I'm not even going to get into that, but if you can do it, go visit MLS houses. If you got new home sales, you know, sites where you can go visit models, absolutely go visit those even if it's just neighborhoods and you just start posting the houses right this i'm talking at the most granular level someone who does not want to even say anything right post that when you post that keep in mind there should always be a story a beginning and a middle of and an end you're not just posting clips of cool houses i don't want to ruin my setup i can tilt I, I got this youtube running with real estate channels going on because i love other people are doing and i just get inspired and it's all the same stuff, right? It's B-roll or it's, you know, a house tour or whatever. How about create a story, right? Show the neighborhood. Again, going back to that new home mentality. Here's what the neighborhood looks like, 30,000 foot view. Here's what the, the local target looks like. Then show the community. Here's the streets, the parks, whatever's in the community. Then the house. And then the, like, you see how you're just zooming in on-, on Sure. Without even saying anything, you guys probably imagined whatever community in your neighborhood just doing that, right? So once you get comfortable telling story and a beginning, like what's the point, right? We could talk about this whole setup and why it's here. The whole point of the brokers open for selling this house is to for what? To technically to sell the house and network and all that, but even beyond that, like they're freaking boring. How many like taco trucks and, and bougie, you know, this, that, or the others are you gonna, And I'm not knocking it by the way. It's just for yeah. me, like I've, I'm learning this about myself. 
I want to have fun. There, so give me an example of a couple of stories. When you say tell a story, like I want, I'm, I, well, I go to, I'm about to host an open house. What's the story? Yeah. Are you telling the story as an agent? Yeah, well, the, one the of the easiest I, I, layups is what it's like to host an open house and what goes into it. Right. So you could take pictures again. You can either talk, you could do selfie. It doesn't matter. Tell the damn story. Right. But what goes into doing an open house? Are you a mega house, open house person? And if you, if you are one of those people, you got plenty of content, right? Sure. Are you a fly by nighter? I'm going to throw up signs. And, and what was that movie? American beauty. When she was like, you know, Cleaning. squeegeeing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's a story right there. Like people are, they want to know that prior yeah. to seeing the suit and the beautiful shoes and, and the, the, you took off your dress or your jacket Mm -hmm. to squeegee the windows of this $2 million or $200,000 house, right? Like, that's interesting. That's a story. Correct. To me, at least it is. Right. And you're just talking about taking a selfie of yourself before that. I am about to squeegee the windows. Here's me squeegeeing the windows. Here's me after. Here's the open house. That's yeah. maybe a you know two-minute video or a one-minute reel or whatever you're going to do with it. It is. And look, and I'll tell you right now, it's you got to... It, this is tough to do. I'm saying this for myself. It's not about you and not everybody's going to be for you. And I clearly look, I know myself, I know I'm a lot and I know I'm, I'm, I'm a particular type of person. I also happen to do high end and luxury and, and investors and all that other stuff. I realized after doing this business for so long and doing the, the portraits and the suits and the, the stuffiness, once I got old enough and, and co honestly confident enough that I've done enough stuff, then I started with the t-shirts and just being more myself. But now that I've done myself for, you know, now going on 10 plus years, 15 years, whatever it is, I have this like urge to just like, I don't want to say disrupt because that sounds so cliche, just be myself even more to show people like, Hey, Shake it up. the new, yeah, the newcomers coming in, it's not even just about, or even the people that's been doing it. Cause I have people on my team that's been doing it for longer than me. Right. It's not about like anything other than it's okay to be yourself. I'll, I'll give you an example. I gave a talk uh, six months ago. It was just a local one here with a bunch of agents. And I was, the thing was about branding and about who you were. And just as every single agent all over the world, I'm the number one agent in my blah, 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 blah right? And this kid stood up and I go, well, who do you want to be? And he's like, well, I want to be this. And I go, well, are you? Do you think you're going to be that or are you that now? And he's like, hell yeah. And I go, are you sure? Mm -hmm. Because how about this? There's going to be people like me at the other end of that listing, negotiation, YouTube video, networking event. Like, are you hungrier than me? Because it's seven. It was like seven something in the morning. It was, it's 730. I'm up here screaming like I'm doing now. Right. And with such passion. And you're still waking up with a donut. Right. And I'm your competition. Like. So I bring that up because I'm able to be this because I'm just, you know, I'm confident and I had to rip the bandaid and realize it's not about me. Right. And, and just make content for what I think people would like, not what's based on anything else. Right. Who the hell are you? Like, honestly, like you really got to think about that. Are right. you really lucky? I, I've, I've talked to people just to talk about, and I'm only saying luxury because I see Lux behind your head and it's, I'm very visual. Yes. And I know luxury. 
Like I've talked to people who are like amazing and they've been in the business for a long time at luxury. And I've been on this kick now for the last two years of who the hell are you and branding and all that. And they left luxury. They're still real estate, but they fit such a complete demographic and they're so much happier and like just their content and just everything. It just beams out of them. And you know, what's funnier. They actually, I think make more, I don't know their numbers, like they're true, but Based on what I know about this person, I want to say they're doing a lot more because they're doing volume and that's a whole nother dem- different demographic. But point being is after so many years, like myself, right, doing real estate before and then going on corporate, I took off the quote unquote suit and then it was just me, but still continued to be me. So going back to the story, hopefully I can loop it all now back in in content, right? Just start going to houses and telling the story of what it's like to hold an open house or what it's like to take a listing. Or if you're brand new and you're in the middle of getting your license, right? And you're figuring like, you know shit already. You know stuff. Where do you go right now to get coffee? You hear it all the time. If you're watching this and you're searching YouTube, like, yeah, a lot of people are saying this stuff because it freaking works, right? You just start there. But once you start, just like anything else, just like riding a bike or driving a car or real estate or even talking, you start to pick it up and you're like, okay, like I got this. Like it starts to become second nature. It starts to become habit. Here's what I did with a member of my team. Uh, her name is Tony. She kind of was like, okay, quick side note. All the advice I gave him behind the meetings, I always tell people, look, if I tell you to eat a bowl of shit, you should just eat it and not complain about the bowl. And the reason why I say that is because when I was learning this, when I was learning YouTube, my mentality was if someone literally gave me a bowl of shit, I would just eat it and the bowl because that's how bad I wanted this, right? right? So that's the analogy I now use now with my team and anyone else. Aaron, I know you always got one we end with, but you got any others before that one? Well, I don't because you so well covered the subject. You know, it really is. First of all, I'm definitely following you on YouTube and Same. Instagram and stealing everything. Yeah. I'll, I'll send you guys everything now. too. Thank you. I'll, I'll send you guys everything. In the, yeah, the because, uh, you really know, and then growing this, we right? love and, it. and it's so funny because as the more we do these podcasts, you know, the, the overarching theme is, you know, you got to be true to yourself and you got to have passion about what you're doing or it doesn't matter what you're doing. It doesn't matter. There's no secret to it other than it being expressed in something you love. So the question really we just wrap with is what are you reading? What yep. books or books would you recommend that, that, you know, for us to multiple party on with? Or multiple. listening to on audio if you're like me and do it while you're driving. So that was another thing about being true to myself. At some point, I was like, I can't read books. I can't retain them. I got to stop <laughs> feeling like a shithead because I don't read books. Well, since I let that go, I'm like an audio book. Yeah. Like crazy always person. listen. Yeah. Um, I so one that's. I read a book. One that's in top of rotation is the seven habits of highly effective people. Okay. I try and do that once a year. And in fact, there's a copy right over there. Yeah. Nice. Um, I got think and grow rich in that category. Yeah. That's another one. Yes. That's I'm just trying to like, what did I like recently? Yeah. Am, I, am I devouring the snowball Warren Buffett? Oh yeah. Yeah. Will Smith. Will, Will, oh, Will Smith. Smith. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. His autobiography. Nice. High performance habits by uh, Brandon Bouchard, and that one I—that's mm. another one I try and like do at least once or twice every right. so often. Yeah. And then my favorite one right now is not a new one—is Atomic Habits. I, I'm so into Atomic Habits now. I yep. didn't like it the first time I read it, but yep. I'm on his email list, his newsletter. Yes. Once yes. a week, and it's like, oh, this guy's freaking brilliant. Mind blowing, right? Yeah. yeah. We put um. 
we put the Valley of Despair into uh, our training that we do. The little, you know, Seth Godin calls it the dip. He's got it as the Valley of Despair. And um, yeah, brilliant. Right there with yeah. you. Well, Chris, man, thanks for the mind dump. And uh, I know that thanks we'll be connected. Thanks for the therapy session. My God. <laughs> no problem. I know we'll I be hate- connected for a long time. I have a real kinship for what you're building and, and uh, our sartorial choices. And uh, yeah, uh, look forward to it. Uh, Oh, look, very nice. Right. <laughs> you know, you're living in the home of every uh, real estate convention in the world is going to show up somewhere. Right. At some point, door. everybody's so, passing your way. <laughs> next EXP yeah. convention, I got a beer on you. I got a beer for you. Yeah. Okay? No, when you come here, I'm going to pay for it. And I'm going to show you, you're going to be a host. All right. Because so, uh, when I come to the Pacific Northwest. I'm oh, I got you. Some, yeah. We got yeah. you. We got you. All right, Thank good. you so much. All right, man. Well, real pleasure. Thank you well, so, so much. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Abundant Life Podcast, brought to you by Christine and & Company and EXP Realty, the global online brokerage powered by top agents and cutting-edge technology. If you liked what you heard, consider subscribing wherever you listen to podcasts. Your hosts have been award-winning brokers, Christine Andreessen and Aaron Hendon. For more on them, visit christineandcompany.com.